You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. What does the Bible say about courtship, and how is it still relevant in this fast and permissive generation? Listen to this message by Pastor Ariel Marquez. We are now talking about uh, this uh, second installment. Uh, installment. Okay, uh, will you? Last week we talked about will you be my friend? Okay, and uh, we talked about friendship and how uh, really when you talk about friendship, it is the foundation of every uh, relationship that we know uh, today. And how many of you have great friends? Can you please raise your hand? Great friends in your life, BFFs, you know, best friends. Okay, great. Okay, kung di ka natatasa kami, pagpipray ka namin mamaya, okay? Kawawa ka naman, okay? I hope that you do have a friend uh, that you can actually run to, talk to, okay? Not just friends in Facebook, because many times, friends in Facebook are just there, okay? And they're not really some people that you can run to. Now, how many of you are married here today? Can you please raise your hand? Now, how many of you can say that the person you married to is your best friend? Pagkakataon nyo na to. Valentine's Day. And I do hope that that is reality and that is true for our life. That the person that we married, and I, I do believe that next to Jesus, that the most important relationship that we have on this planet is our wife or our husband, our spouse. And he ought to be or he, she ought to be your best friend, your confidant. The person that you can run to, the person that you can actually, you know, pray with, the person that you know you can you you two can actually conquer mountains. And so the friendship never ends. In fact, when you talk about friendship stage, you don't leave friendship stage to go to courtship stage. And that is what we're gonna be talking about today. Okay, be my Valentine. How to court a girl or how to of course girls cannot we don't normally court. Anyway. I guess it depends on the culture, okay? Uh Normally, okay, it's the guys who court the girls. Can I hear an amen? Yeah, okay, syempre, Filipino tayo, di ba? Medyo mahinhin, ganyan, okay? So, pwede kayong magpahint, konti-konti, okay? And then, uh, next week, we're gonna be talking about, will you marry me? And, you know, talking about marriage, as I was saying earlier, you don't really leave, you know, one stage and move on to the next. And I believe that, you know, as, as husbands and wives, those of you who raised your hands earlier and you're married now, you know, I, I, I believe that you need to still maintain that closeness and that friendship. And it's not just, you know, uh, being uh, whatever partner, okay, uh, sports buddies or business partner or eating buddies, okay? You need to be the best of friends, okay? Because many times when we have children, we raise them up, our focus and attention becomes... The children. And then when the children have grown up and then they left home, parang it's an emptiness syndrome and parang, sino ka? Because you were not able to cultivate that relationship. And I believe that it's really a lifetime of relationship building between husband and wife. And I do believe that even in the area of courting, okay, you don't move and leave courting and then get married. Hello. I believe that you still need to court your wife. And all wives will say, Amen. Okay? Inaalagaan yan. Pinapag-foots pa yan. Binibigyan niya ng, uh, you know, ng uh, importansya. Okay? 
Preach ko ba? Preach ko ba? Okay. <laughs> you know, I, you know and, and many times I realize that as, as men, you know, we have this, uh, this wiring that we, we think in boxes. You know, we put things in a box. Like, for example, I have a work box. And I think about that work box in the office. I have a marriage box. And I think about that marriage box when I get home. I think I have a family box. And I, you know, I, I have this kind of a, a personal box, a sports, a person. And we think about boxes. And sometimes when, when Shirley would ask me, ah, did you think about me today? Uh, let me see if I thought about you today. Uh, I knew I was working, but somehow it was somewhere there in my memory bank. But for the ladies, it's different. Because ladies think like handbags. You're like, you know, check out the handbag of the lady beside you. Check it out. There's a band-aid there. There's a makeup kit. There's a biogesic. There's a kitchen sink. Some, there's a hamburger last week. You know, it's complete, okay? There, if you're a mom, there's a diaper there somewhere. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like a mercury drug of sorts, okay? Inside that handbag, because women are wired differently. You think all things all at the same time, and, you know, sometimes it gets confusing. Okay? So whether you're at work, at play, or at home, you think about work at home, you think about home at work, you know, it's just there. But for men, it's different. Now, now sometimes, you know, what this is what happens. When men do get married, we conquer. Me, Tarzan, you, Jane. Me, Hunter, I hunt you, you, mine. And then after getting the wife, you put them in the trophies, you know, in the pedestal, in the bookshelf. And you start conquering other things. I conquer job this time. I conquer career. I conquer retirement. What about the wife? They're in the bookshelf. <laughs> we need to dust her off, put her by our side, and continue courting her. Because I believe that when you talk about Valentine's Day, it doesn't have to just happen one day in a year. Valentine's Day can happen every single day of the year. Amen. You know, nowadays I believe that, you know, this coming week there's going to be a flood of chocolates, you know, being given, you know, all across, you know, there's going to be a big demand for chocolates. Now, if you don't have a budget, you can just go and buy a heart shaped decoy, since it's anyway, it's a Chinese New Year, and give it to your friend or give it to your. Uh, you know, the person that you're courting, okay pa rin yun. Okay? Panalo pa rin yun. Okay? Either chocolates or maybe flowers. Okay? How many of you ladies love receiving flowers? Can you please raise your hand? Anong gusto nyo ma-receive? Diamonds? Pera na lang, pera. Perahin mo na lang, pastor. Practical na talaga tao ngayon. Ha? Okay, sa envelope ilagay. Okay, nakapula. Okay? Anyway, so... It's either chocolates, flowers, or maybe you send them greeting cards. Okay, and so, you know, and you know, as this day comes along, and I, I realize that you know, when you're courting somebody, you know, you become extra sweet to that person, diba? And uh, you know, speaking of uh, courting, you know, maybe some of us, you know, are not familiar with what courting is, and uh, you know, courtship. Let me just uh, give you a definition before we get to the scripture. Okay, the series of social engagements shared by a couple looking to get married. 
a period during which a couple develop a romantic relationship before getting married. Now, this is my paraphrase version, okay, of what courtship is. I, I believe that courtship is a stage wherein you are considering and asking the Lord and praying if it is the will of God for you to marry this person. I don't think that it's right for us to enter into a courtship stage and the idea or the motive is just to try it out and to have fun because we're friends with benefits. That's not what courtship is all about. In fact, that is a very perverted version of what the world does. In fact, they call it, you know, in the world they call it dating, but you know, there's, I believe that there's a, a godly way to date. You know, dating is going out with either someone you're attracted or a friend. In our society, it's when a guy and the girl enter a relationship that is more than friends and less than lovers. Okay? And, um, you know, maybe, maybe some of you believe in dating. Maybe some of you don't believe in dating. Definitely, you know, somehow we receive a lot of baggage from how the world does it. And sometimes when you talk about dating in the world's way, it involves physical relationship. And I do believe that when you talk about dating, it's just about knowing each other. It's an avenue for you to be able to share who you are to that special someone. And I believe that a courtship is successful whether it's, it ends up in marriage or not. And sometimes we feel that a, a courtship failed because it didn't end up in marriage. Actually, courtship is the stage to find out whether God is putting you together, whether it's the will of God for you to be husband and wife. Now, if God speaks to you and says, it is not us, then you politely say, I think we're better off as friends instead of lovers. And then, call it off. <laughs> In other words, busted now. <laughs> but that is a successful courtship. Because courtship is not an engagement. It's a different, two, these are two different things, okay? So we're going to look at a story in the Bible, in, in the book of Genesis. And if you have your Bibles with you, uh, let's turn to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 28, and I'd like to invite everyone to stand up with me as we look at a very uh, interesting uh, Old Testament story on courtship and what transpired in that particular story. Genesis chapter 28, verse 1 to 5. So Isaac called for Jacob and blessed him and commanded him, Do not marry a Canaanite woman. Verse 2, Go at once to Padan Aram, to the house of your mother's father, Bethuel. Take a wife for yourself there from among the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and increase your numbers until you become a community of peoples. May He give you and your descendants the blessing given to Abraham so that you may take possession of the land uh, where you now live as an alien, the land God gave to Abraham. Verse 5, Then Isaac sent Jacob on his way, and he went to Padan Aram to Laban, son of Bethuel the Aramean, the brother of Rebekah, who was the mother of Jacob and Esau. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, thank you so much for our time today. Lord, we ask that you would illuminate your word. Thank you, God, that you will speak to us today. And Holy Spirit, we just commit to you this time. I pray, God, that you would speak to every one of us, whether we're students, singles, married couples, Lord God, or even 
people who have grandchildren already, I thank you, God, that your word is relevant for any age in our life and for any stage that we're in. We thank you, Lord God, that we will be able to see the importance of timeless truth uh, taught today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may all be seated. All right. Just to give us a background of the text, uh, this is the time when uh, Jacob, how many of you are familiar with Jacob? Jacob is not the one in Twilight, okay? Okay, so he's not the one who's the werewolf, okay? But Jacob from the Bible, okay? Jacob from the Bible. Uh, I'm not sure if he has six-pack abs, but, you know, Jacob in the Bible uh, just deceived his brother Esau and stole the blessing from him. Remember that story? Okay? Now, here's the thing. Now, in the family of Isaac and Rebekah, there's a bit of a problem because they play favorites. And how many of you know that every time you play favorites among your children, there's going to be a problem? Are we here this afternoon? Now, Isaac preferred Esau. Because Esau is, you know, is a hunter. He's, a, uh, he's somebody who likes outdoor sports. If, uh, you know, if Esau was alive today, probably he'd be an ultra-marathoner, uh, Bataan Death March 160-kilometer runner, kind of like Pastor Ferdy Kabiling in the back. I see you, brother. Can we just uh, acknowledge Pastor Ferdy, who's in the back right now? He's the senior pastor of our church in Ortigas, together with Pastor Lee. I saw you. So he just ran twice. Not once, twice. 160 kilometers for 24 hours. It's called the Bataan Death March. Thinking about it, I would have died already. But anyway, the, the modern day Esau probably, I'm not saying that you're an Esau, bro, but the modern day Esau is probably somebody who's like him, you know, fit, you know, an outdoors person. And that's why Isaac, you know, I love my son because he's my firstborn and he's somebody who's like me. Now, Rebecca favored Jacob. Jacob was a domesticated man. If, if he's going to be alive today, he's probably going to be top chef. He's going to be you know, somebody in the culinary scene. and He's, gonna be, he's probably going to be somebody who's whipping out the best desserts and the best uh, dishes. And, now, how many of you ladies would rather have an Esau or a Jacob? A Jacob? Okay, yeah. Huh? kayong kumain, Ang galing, And so, that's what happened. Okay, so Isaac, you know, favored Esau and, and Rebekah favored Jacob. Now, this is what happened when Jacob somehow, of course, the name Jacob means deceiver and he deceived his brother Esau. First, he deceived Esau uh, with his birthright and now he deceived Esau with his blessing. And so, uh, basically, he stole the blessing from, from, uh, from Isaac, or from Esau. Okay, and, and when, he, when uh, Esau found out, he was so indignant. He was so mad. And he said, I'm going to kill my brother. Once, my, once, once we end, uh, you know, once we end uh, the, the grieving in our family because Isaac is you know, old and he's about to die. And once we finish our grieving time in our family, I'm going to go and get that guy. And so here we see Isaac and Rebekah giving a word to Jacob. Don't marry a Canaanite woman. Because what Esau did was he married not just one Canaanite woman, but two. And he married two Hittite women, you know, named uh, Judith and uh, Basimath. 
Okay, so that's the background. And, and Rebecca was, was so frustrated with her in-laws and said, I could not live with all these Hittite women anymore. And so, binili niya, Jacob, punta ka sa kuya ko. Alagaan ka nun. This is where we find, you know, that in courtship, we're not just alone. I believe that there are biblical principles that we can follow when it comes to courtship. And this may be, maybe you're looking at me and say, Pastor, you know, that's kind of an old story already. You know, that's from the Old Testament. It happened about 5,000, 6,000 years ago. And how is that relevant to us today in the year 2013? You know, yes, it may be a different culture. We may have a different culture from the Chinese or we may have a different culture from the Americans. But guess what? I'm talking about principles here. I'm talking about timeless truth. And how many of you know when you talk about the Bible, it doesn't matter what age or culture or place you're in because the Bible is, I believe, that there's an application of principles wherever you are. Amen. And we're just getting from what, what we can uh, get from the story of Esau, uh, from uh, Jacob and, and Rachel. Okay? So I want to share three things, very simple thoughts on courtship. Okay? These are three principles on courtship. Now, how many of you are singles? Okay? I'm not going to... Uh, pick on you today, okay? But somehow, this is for you. Okay, how many of you are singles? Can you please raise your hand? Now, how many of you are, you know, this is serious, okay? How many of you are praying that's, that, you know, someday God will give you a better half? Can you please raise your hand? Lord, puna mo ng litrato yung mga nakataas. Bigyan mo na sila this year, Lord. Oh, nagtaas na yung iba rito, okay? Okay? Now, now seriously, di ba? You know, it's, it's a noble desire to get married. Okay, layan, di ba? In fact, God said it is not good for man to be alone. It was in the heart, and I appreciate what BG shared earlier, that, you know, when God put uh, Adam to sleep, first time he woke up was, there was creation. God basically created Adam on the uh, first, on the sixth day, and God finished the whole of creation, and everything was provided for. The next time that God placed Adam to sleep was when he was about to give him a wife. Guess what? Adam was not looking for a wife. It was God's idea to give Adam the wife. Are we here this afternoon? And I do believe that we don't have to strive looking for a misright or looking for a misright because I believe it's in the heart of God to give you your partner. You don't have to strive for it. You don't have to struggle for it because I believe it's God's will. Okay? If God wants you to get married this year, God will find a way and you don't need to help God. Amen. Is that good news or what? In fact, matulog ka na lang. Matulog ka na lang. Pag-ising mo, baka nandiyan eh. Ganun ang yari kay Adam eh. Di ba? In fact, it is even better because, you know, God did not want Adam to, you know, to give, you know, Lord, ganitong gawin mo ha, ganito. Huwag ka nang makialam, matulog ka na lang. Too many cooks spoil the broth. And but when God cooks, how many things is going to be the best dish ever? And if God moves, you can't stop that. I believe that there are relationships made in heaven and when God makes it, no one can stop it. When God opens a door, you know, you just have to step in it and it's going to be prepared for you. In fact, when He said, it is not good for man to be alone, He did not say, it is not good for man to be single. There's a big difference. I believe that you are in the perfect stage. How many singles again do we have here? 
There's nothing wrong to be a single. Nothing wrong. I believe that you are in the best stage where God can use you for productivity for the kingdom. Can you imagine that? You are earning. You have no commitments yet. You have a lot of time. I mean, you can join outreaches. You can join missions. You can plant a church. You can give or whatever. You know, you can do a lot of things. But how about us who are married? I'm happy, okay? I'm not complaining. (laughs) What I'm saying is, when you're married, you've got a lot of commitments. I can't just go anywhere I want, whenever I want. How I wish, but... Papaalam pa ako. Pwede ba na? Di ba? If you're single, parang wala ka nang papaalaman. I wanna go tomorrow to Taiwan. Okay, gumto muna ka. Di magbook ka. Ganun lang. Simple. Di ba sarap ng buhay na yun? Tama. O, mag-single na lang kayo. Hapang buhay. Masarap pala eh. Because there's nothing wrong with being single. It is not good for man to be alone and being lonely is different from being single. Being single is being separate, being unique, and being whole. You are a whole person. You are a unique person. You are a single person and that's good. As a married couple, I don't lose my identity. As a married individual, I don't lose my... I'm still Ariel Marquez. When I got married to Shirley, I did not become Shirley. I'm still Ariel, diba? I did not morph into a new person. I am still me. Because that's the foundation of marriage. You gotta, re- you gotta find your identity in Christ. Being single is being unique, being separate, being whole. But being lonely is different. Being alone is different. It's being isolated. It's being exclusive. And there's something wrong with that. That's why Jesus said, I mean God said, it is not good for a man to be alone. And unless we become like an Adam who's just willing to trust God and sleep, I don't think we're ready to get married. We need to get to a place that we have a quiet confidence in God and says, and say, God, I don't know about what they're thinking, but I'm just going to put my trust in you. Because if you will, for, if it's your will for me to get married this year or next year, then so be it. God will be the one to do it. Seek wisdom through parental involvement. Okay? Seek wisdom through parental involvement and godly counsel. In uh, verse 1 it says, So Isaac called for Jacob and blessed him and commanded him what? Do not marry a woman. I mean, do not marry a Canaanite woman. Because what he is saying is, you know, there is still an involvement with the parents. I believe that with many counselors come victory. And, you know, if you're a single, it is not your lone decision. Yes, you're going to be the one to decide, but I believe that there has to be some form of an involvement with our parents in the way we choose our, our spouse. I'm careful here, okay? When we were developing in our relationship, you know, somehow Shirley sought counsel from her victory group leader back in the day, okay? Early 90s. So she spoke to her victory group leader and sabi sa kanya, pray about it, don't show any hints, you know, wag mo naman siyang unahan because, you know, nauna siyang magkagusto sa akin eh. Ganun talaga eh. So, 
Sabi niya, maghintay ka lang, kanta niya yung kanta ng Katinas, I'll wait, I'll wait, gano'n, di ba? So, but it's only about three months that God has spoken to me as well and started liking her. And then I spoke to Pastor Steve and Pastor Joey and they said, okay na! Go! Go for it! Sabi ko, ganun lang? You know, because he said, they said, you know, you are, you know, you're a mature Christian. You're gainfully employed. Okay? You're emotionally ready. So I, I, we feel like this is it. Okay? So we also hinted, or I, you know, I told my mom and my dad, you know, I kind of like this girl, you know, in my office. Something like that. So, hindi to biglaan. There is some involvement. And when you're a parent, how many parents do we have here who's got teenagers or maybe a, a, a son or a daughter who can be married anytime soon? Can you please raise your hand? I am raising my hand. Because when I got engaged, okay? Dito ba anak ko? Lapas ka muna, When I got engaged, I was, we were 20 years, 21 years old when we got engaged. And, uh, you know, the, and, and, oh, but we got engaged just uh, 10 years ago, okay? Bata pa kami, nene, And, and, uh, you know, the thing is, when we were, like, you know, guiding Bea, we, 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 we don't want to control her with the decisions that she will make. Parental involvement does not mean control over your children. You don't make the decision for them, but you guide them. In fact, when people come to us and ask, Pastor, uh, ko to eh. you know, uh, will ba ni Lord to? Okay? Tatanungin ako, sabi ko, eh, anong tingin mo? Ah, hindi, ikaw tinatanong ko, Pastor, ano bang will ni Lord? Do you have a word for me? Sabi ko, eh, hindi naman ako makakasama ng misis mo. Ikaw naman ang makakasama niyan eh. Ba't ako tinatanong mo, di ba? Because I don't want to be accountable for your decision. I'm just gonna be here to guide you and give you some, uh, you know, uh, biblical guidelines and principles on how to choose a, a person or your mate, but ultimately, who makes the decision? Me, sabi mo sa, sayo, me. Me, I will make the decision. Diba? Hindi si Pastor A or hindi mami ko at daddy ko. You will make the decision but somehow we need the multitude of counselors because you know, if we involve a lot of people, it will be a very good celebration altogether. I'm not talking about control here. I'm talking about guidance. Now, as a father of a girl, Paparnig na ako sa church. <laughs> you know, syempre, maganda rin naman, you know, and I, I heard of this story of a boy who really went out of his way to speak to the parents of the girl and ask if he could date her or he could court her. What a knight in shining armor. He went to the parents face to face, not Facebook to Facebook. Not text to text. Uh, can I court your daughter, bro? <laughs> I mean, there's there's respect. I mean, he went and took the risk of being rejected and asked for permission if he can court her. How many of you parents would appreciate that approach? Instead of abangan yung anak mo, 
sa eskwela, tara, date tayo. Bagay tayo eh. Parang kalapating dinagit, you know? parang ganun lang. You know? So, there has to be some involvement. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 6, it says, Marry and have sons and daughters. Look at this word. Find wives for your sons. Who is this verse referring to? Parents. There's an involvement. There's a partnership. There's actually a family thing here. It's good. You know, we can be involved. We can pray together. We can actually, uh, in, you know, not investigate, okay? We can actually ask, who is this person? You know, there's a getting to know face there. Find wives for your sons and give daughters in marriage so that they may, too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. You know, there's a, there's a verse in the Bible that talks about a promise. The first commandment of the promise, honor your father and mother so that it may go well with you and you may live long in the land. It may be well with you. There's just an involvement there. Okay, Proverbs 13 verse 1, intelligent children. How many of you are intelligent children? Okay? Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Mukha bang intelligent? Yan. Okay? It says, intelligent children listen to their parents. That's from the Message Bible. But foolish children, sino yung mga yun? Wag yun itasyo kamay nyo. Do their own thing. That's exactly what happened to Esau. He did his own thing. He married not just once, not just twice, but three times a lady. <laughs> Nagpakasal pa siya. Can you imagine when Jacob left to go to Haran, uh, to uh, Padan Aram, just to smite his parents, Esau married another Hittite woman just to cause grief in the heart of Isaac and Rebekah. Wow. Tama na. Let's move on. Principles and courtship number two. Maintain convictions by pursuing a person of the same faith. This is, sorry, I'm bilis ko na kasi tinatimingan na ako sa harapan. Okay? Go at once to Padan Aram and to the house of your mother's father, Bethuel. Take a wife for yourself. Uh, there, from among the daughters of Laban, your mother's brothers. And so, what this thing is saying, don't marry, sabi ni Rebecca, don't marry anymore among these unbelieving, gener- unbelieving people. The Hittites, Canaanites, Jebusites, lata ng parasites, okay? Wag ka pumili dito. Go for a believer. The Apostle Paul said, first, second, in Second Corinthians chapter 6, it says, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. Do you know what a yoke is? Hindi ito yung pula ng itlog. Okay? <laughs> yung iba, yung lang alam yung yoke. Eh, pastor, paborito ko yun. Sa umaga, sunny side up. Diba? I'm not talking about that kind of a yoke. A yoke is something that you put on an ox. And you put two oxen together and there's a yoke uh, you know, on their neck and when you put a yoke on them, they actually move in the same direction. They can't separate. That is what a yoke means. And it, it says here, do not be yoked together with an unbeliever. If you're a believer, do not be joined together with a yoke with an unbeliever. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? That pastor, hindi mo siya kilala, mabait siya, pastor. May kotse. Mayaman, responsable, mahal na mahal ako, binigyan ako ng roses, hindi na Valentine's Day, every day. 
believer ba? Does he love God more than he loves you? Because chances are, he's gonna show his best foot forward today. You're not yet married. And yet when you finally get married, the real him will appear. And let me tell you this, as a pastor, I have counseled some marriages and how they wish they have been more prudent in choosing the right spouse. Because it is better to be single than to get married to the wrong person. Amen. Hindi ako nagsabi nito ha. Okay, magagalit sa akin. Love ko kayo. Pero, sabi sa Bible, okay? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? I mean, if you're gonna get married to an unbeliever, can you imagine? There's a lot of decisions that you have to navigate. Where do you send the children to school? How, where do you go to church? Can you imagine you go to this church, he goes to that church, your children will go to another church. You know, there, and there's a difference in doctrine. And so, anyway, much is said. I believe that God has somebody perfect for you. Okay? Maintain conviction. You know, pray that God will definitely give you. You know, when I was praying, as I shared this, and, you know, I, I really committed my life. I said, Lord, I, I, my, my, my prayer is that the, the girl that you will give me, when I was 18 years old, I was praying this. Okay, when I got saved, I said, Lord, somebody who's a worshiper of God, somebody who loves you more than she loves me, and my third prayer request is this, Okay, so, of course, bidigay ni Lord. When you ask, you shall receive. Seek, you shall find. And knock. And the door will be open to you. Diba? You ask. And I believe that God will give it to you. The last principle as I prepare to close is trust God's timing. Trust God's timing in your relationship. Wag mong brasuhin. Pastor, isasama ko na sa church. Iborn again mo na lang. Pwede rin. Mabutito. Pag-pray namin lahat. Kailangan dumaan siya kay Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Kaya kay Ariel, kaya kay Sunny, kaya kay Jonathan. Lahat. Nadaanan niya lahat yan. Okay? Yeah, because when you talk about the timing of God, how many of you know that God's timing is always perfect? He makes everything beautiful in this time. And the reality is God is seldom early, but is never late. How many of you know that this is truth? Diba, you're praying for a provision. Parang di mo kung, Lord, magpo-provide ka ba? Parang ang tagal ng provision mo, diba? Sell them early. But He wants you to trust in Him. But yet, at the right time when you need it, boom! Sana. Same is true, I believe. If you can trust God with finances, can you imagine how much more with a mate? 
If you can trust God with your salvation, with your eternal destiny, how much more with a mate? God is seldom early, but it's never late. There are a lot of things why we make a, a lot of excuses on marriage. You know, gusto ko na magpakasal eh. Kasi, tumatanda na ako. Hindi na ako 30s, nasa 40s na ako. Or, you know, I'm advancing in years. I believe that that is not the right reason to get married. You know, when Pastor Bruce Ho, I'm not gonna say his age, got married to Terry Sambahon, uh, used to be uh, the worship, uh, worship leader in uh, Victory Fort. I'm not gonna tell you her age either. Okay? But they, I believe that they were made for each other and they waited and waited and waited. And despite the age, God still came through because God found a way for them. Can you imagine? Terry was worshiping here. Pastor Bruce Ho is based in New York. And how God can put two people together thousands of miles apart. How many of you know that is a work of God and that's a miracle of God? Amen. Don't limit God. I believe there's a lot of other reasons. You know, Pastor, compatible kami. Or pastor, kasi baka maubusan na ako. Ang dami, ang dami, dami reason, di ba? Baka mawala na, naligaw na, sagutin ko na. Basta lalaki, sagutin ko na. Huwag naman ganun, but don't lower the standard naman. Di ba? You know, I believe that, you know, pakitahin mo siya. Because if you are a woman of God, you are worth pursuing. You are worth waiting for and you are somebody who is worth pursuing. Amen? You are no less than the child of the king. Can you, can you imagine that? You are a princess. And all the ladies here say, Amen. Maghintay sila, di ba? Genesis 29.20 You know, when, when Jacob finally went to Padan Aram, he saw his uncle Laban. He saw Rachel, a very beautiful uh, daughter of Laban and, and at first glance she's a believer she's part of that family okay? and yet Laban said I'm gonna give you my daughter if you work for me seven years Ito yung sagot niya. so Jacob served seven years to get Rachel but they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her how many of you know that seven years is just like a few days? <laughs> Wala lang gusto magtaas na kamay. Because of your love for that person, you're willing to wait. Because of your love for Jesus, you're willing to keep yourself pure and holy before Him. You're worth waiting for. You know, I was attending the seminar last week in uh, the fort. Uh, uh, entitled uh, Destiny Purity and the speaker was sharing about a bonding chemical called oxytocin. Have you ever heard of this chemical, oxytocin? And it's normally released during uh, the time of physical intimacy. That, you know, when you uh, are intimate with somebody, this chemical, you know, from your pituitary gland is released that you can bond with that person that you're having intimate relationship with. Okay? And so, he, she even said that if you hold a person for 20 seconds, okay, 
that bonding chemical is being released. 20 seconds. After 20 seconds daw, nagsa-start ng marilis yun. You know, that's why pala, you know, when we were still in the courtship stage, parang, you know, when I would hold her hands, I would feel 10,000 volts. Bah! Ano to? Oxytocin pala yun. Ganon pala yung feeling na ganon. So sabi ko, i-reserve natin tong oxytocin ha. Pagkakasal na tayo. And so, you know, this particular chemical is also true when you're, if you're a nursing mom, when you're nursing your baby, there's oxytocin being released and you're being bonded to that child. That's how powerful this chemical is. And another, uh, some, some scientists would call this a love compound. Okay, because this is really powerful. And I believe that God made this in our system so that because we are all designed to just be united with one person. Amen. And when you finally get married, you are designed to have an intimate relationship with only one person in your life. Amen. Because what God has joined together, let no man separate. And I believe that it's God who puts this mighty bond together between you and your spouse. And what happens is, when, you know, when we, pag tayo naging mapusok, and when we try out, you know, in the world, you know, they, they believe in, you know, uh, testing it out first. You know, let's not test it out. You know, I believe that we need to really just believe God. And, you know, in, in, in uh, for example, if you go to a car store, you know, there's a test drive, okay? You know, you drive the car first before you buy it. That is not true for marriage. You don't go and test drive a woman before you bring her home. Hello? Because there has to be absolute purity. In, in uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3, this is the will of God that you be sanctified and that you avoid sexual immorality. You want to find out the will of God? Be sanctified. Avoid sexual immorality. In other words, keep your hands off and keep your clothes on. And we serve that when the minister says, you may now kiss the bride. And officially, you can actually kiss the bride plus more. Because that is the beauty of this thing called marriage, which we will find out next week. Now, these are some basic principles. Of course, there's probably a lot more things that we can talk about courting. And you probably have a lot of questions now in your mind. But one thing is for sure is we can trust the Lord even in this area of our relationship. Amen? Ephesians chapter 5 as I come to a close. Kanina pa sinasabi yun. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her. And this is the response of the bride of Jesus to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the Word and to present her her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy and blameless. Ladies, don't you wish that you will have your dream wedding one day? And I believe that I believe every young girl here would probably dream about 
one day I'm gonna meet the, the man of my dreams. You know, I have three daughters, and you know, in your if you are a parent with daughters, you probably find that some of them are like hopeless romantics, and they, you know, they they somehow dream, you know, that they're princesses, and you know, they're gonna be a prince someday, and there's gonna be Edward or Jacob or whatever, you know. Uh, it's going to whisk them away or whatever. But I believe that more than just planning for a great wedding is planning for yourself and preparing yourself to be a bride without spot, without blemish, without wrinkle. Holy, pure before the Lord. The same is true for men. The sign of true manhood is not how many girls you sleep with before you get married. That is the world's way. God's way is keep ourselves pure before the Lord. We hope you were inspired by that message. Grow in faith and make new friends. Join a victory group today. Simply sign up at the Get Connected page of our website on www.victoryalabang.org or at the concierge on weekends. Thank you and stay connected.